Hey, Blurs of Time fans. Uh, I don't usually do an intro before each episode, uh, as you can tell, uh, but I decided to do that for this one uh, for a few reasons. One, uh, very excited about my guest on this po- on this episode of the podcast, um, but just want to... The world is different right now, right? Everything is entirely different than it was uh, not too long ago, and I just wanted to uh, explain that this episode was recorded uh, before... Uh, the COVID-19 outbreak uh, caused most of us to have to socially distance and self-isolate, uh, which I've been doing for uh, almost two weeks now. Uh, so you can expect more episodes to be coming out because I can't do stand-up anymore. I can't do much anymore. Uh, and so this is the way that entertainment happens now, is uh, two people in different houses uh, using Zoom or Skype to interview each other. It is... Lame. Uh, but anyway, I just want to do a quick little before just to give you guys uh, some context on this episode. Uh, cause I think there is a part where I talk about how staying at home all the time, uh, sucks ass. Um, and just very prescient of me, uh, <laughs> apparently. But anyway, uh, you're going to enjoy this episode. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Dave Ross is my guest and he is an absolutely hilarious guy. This is a really fun episode. Uh, thank you guys so much. I am going to have more episodes a little bit more regularly so happy to be back uh not happy it's under these circumstances um but uh live long and prosper where the fuck why did i i don't you know what i'm gonna just we gotta stop this is it It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It was the best. You stupid man. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It was the best. Day two of a hangover. <laughs> I man, I was thinking about this, and I did a show in Hattiesburg last night, and um, and in New Orleans the night before that, yeah. uh, with you, yeah. and I was I didn't drink last night, and I guess maybe my hangovers are just two days long now, or whatever, but th- <laughs> or this one's really bad. I don't fucking know, but anyway, I'm still hungover. And I was on stage in Hattiesburg last night, and a thing occurred to me that I hadn't thought of before, but I think is true. I think every comedian who does a show in Hattiesburg goes to New Orleans first. It's New Orleans, then Hattiesburg. Every, like, touring comic. Yeah. So I think every headliner Hattiesburg people have ever seen has been fucking hungover. (laughs) Every single one. They're just like, oh, my God, what is happening? (laughs) And it's, I'm 37, dude. I like, I don't need to be drunk. I don't feel the need. I don't, at this point, I think I'm not an alcoholic. I like drinking, but I don't, that's the thing. When I'm home, I don't drink all the time. When I drink, sometimes I'll have one or two. Sometimes I'll go out and everyone else is drinking and I'll have zero. So I'm not saying that, uh, I don't want to sound like some kind of crazy lush. And I've been to New Orleans a bunch too, so I don't know. Like I've got, I've done the whole thing, the touristy thing, or getting fucked yeah. up till seven in the morning or whatever. Sure. And, but I don't know. Still, 
Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude. Man, my hangover, like, for the longest time, I was like, I don't, I don't get hungover anymore. And, like, that was true. But, like, recently, it's been happening. Like, yes. And it's not like those, like, old hangovers where, like, you know, throbbing headache, uh, you know, like, nauseous or whatever. It's oh, like, it's like panic, right? Yeah, yes. It's just like, fuck, what is in me You're, right like, now? shaking yeah. at weird times or, like, sweating. Yeah, just that, like, switch in body temperature, like, yeah, hot and cold. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's weird, man. I uh, quit smoking cigarettes, like, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and for about a – like, up until very recently, I didn't have hangovers anymore. So yeah. maybe what it is is that – I was getting hangovers. Yeah. Just compared to the cigarette hangovers, Dude, yeah, it's so those much are, better. When you just like are chain smoking and then oh. like the ne- and drinking and then like the next day just like so dehydrated, your head just feels just like empty. Oh my you know? god, like, dude. Ugh. Your mouth is on fire. Yeah. Oh man. Every but, swallow is just like um, nails. <laughs> ugh. The problem is that smoking cigarettes is great. Yeah. It rules. <laughs> it really, really feels great. And that whole thing about it being bad for you, I feel like it's really – it doesn't feel bad enough to not do it. Right. It's I mean, like, I don't do it. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. I might – There's where – I mean, you're going to get cancer from something, you know? You're damn right we you are. might as well make the choice. We're going to get it from global warming or some other lie. <laughs> and I <laughs> – I want anyone who listens to this podcast who doesn't know who I am before to be very confused about what my perspective is. <laughs> like, this guy kind of... Mm. It seems like he's pro-smoking, and he believes in global warming, but he calls it a lie, yeah. and it causes cancer? I mean, I guess it does. Probably. Probably. Right? Yeah. The, well, climate change... Or at least... UV rays? Yeah. From yeah, sun cancer, skin cancer. Sun cancer. You get sun yeah. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> totally. The cancer of the sun. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm glad to be here, though, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. me. Yeah, I'm glad you're on. Uh, Dave, uh, if you uh, do not know him, uh, aside from thinking that climate change is a lie. Uh, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's not real. It's, yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> Dave's a comedian. Hello. Uh, very funny. Uh, you have a podcast podcast. Uh, uh, formerly known as Suicide Buddies, but... Uh, now called Y'all Ever. Yeah. Yes. Actually, when is this episode coming out? Uh, this week? Probably, yeah, maybe a week or two. Okay, yeah. So it's Y'all Ever now, and it just yeah. became Y'all Ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what's funny is that podcasting is um, like one of the things comedians do. Right. It's one of the things that's... I mean, I don't... You don't have to do it. I don't... I'm not one of those people that... Thinks that exactly, but it's like part of being a comedian in a lot of ways. So I never thought of it, but I've had a podcast now for fucking like nine years. Yeah, because you had what terrified before that, right? Totally. And before that, I co-hosted this sex podcast called Sex Nerd Sandra, where I was like the sort of straight man vanilla guy who was like, "What? Wait, what? (laughs) Sex with two people or whatever?" I would say. Uh, So I am definitely a podcaster. Yeah. And I'm not really sure how I feel about That's that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that title is no, oh, dude. I don't know. It's it's, it's lame. Like, it's weird because it's also like not a title that existed like years ago. That's like, why probably <laughs> in my head it's lame. Like yeah. probably to most people. It's, it's like not. social media manager. It's like that's a real job. You're like <laughs> doing know. something, but like it sounds Twitter boy bullshit. Yeah, I'm a comedian and I'm a podcaster and I'm a Twitter boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's totally. That's exactly what it feels like. It yeah. feels like a joke. It feels yeah. like I'm 
I, it's not real. It feels like I don't deserve yeah. money or like accolades for that. Broadcaster, you know, there you go. Like that's, but I'm that's not what yeah. it is. I mean, because you know, I mean, I think that's the other thing is like, yes, I know podcasting is a real industry now. Sure, people like lots of people. Uh, it's their career yeah. and they make a living doing a good yeah. one. Hillary Clinton is about to start one. Isn't that going to be wow? <laughs> oh my god, Hil- <laughs> Hillary Clinton and OJ Simpson started a podcast the same year. Oh man. I and your kitten is destroying some flyers. Being a real kitten. Yeah. Wow. All right, Jacques. Jacques the kitten. Oh man. I love it. Here, stay here. So you I love this dude so much. Yeah, man, he's um, awesome. He's so cool. Uh but yeah, even though it's a big industry now, you can also do it sitting in a room with piles of stuff in yeah, it, yes, at a wooden table pressed against the wall, right? Or in, yeah. for, or uh, in a great studio like we're in right now, yeah. Or yeah, or like I don't know how I thought of that, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. We record my podcast in my living room or Hampton's living room a lot yeah. of the time. So yeah, I don't know. Podcaster feels like a joke of a title, yeah. but it's not. I know it's not. I know it's even disrespectful to say that, but yeah. I fucking yeah. Because there's people who like making mm-hmm. real money doing it and and you don't even have to make real money to be respectable at a thing i mean think how many comedians yeah are good at what they do but but comedian is also kind of a fucking i'm a comedian and a podcaster like oh really what are you a writer and you (laughs) do cartwheels too shut up (laughs) that's uh, (laughs) it feels like the titles i i respect myself and what we do but yeah i don't know man it does sound weird and like i'm a twitter boy that's really what we all are yeah that's <laughs> your award for best male account. Oh, yes, yeah. Can we do your listener? Are they aware of your award? Probably. <laughs> I would assume some. Uh, <laughs> it hangs. I'm staying at Jeff's house right yeah. now. It hangs over the toilet in his bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like that was an appropriate place. Totally, <laughs> dude. I mean, it seems like actually a cool award to have gotten. It's yeah. from the Gambit, yeah. but I also don't understand. What it means. So there was, um, so for a long time, they would, Gambit would do this like, uh, end of the week roundup of like the top tweets in, uh, okay. like New Orleans Twitter. Got uh, it. On there. And, uh, and I would make it in there a lot. And then at some point, I had like just kind of like amassed a big following and, uh, locally at least. Cool. And, uh, they had, so there was this, uh, woman, uh, goes by the name Champ Superstar. And she started this Being Nola Twitter account where, okay. uh, it's kind of like the Tignotaro account where a different person ran it every week. Oh, cool. And it was like a different New Orleanian. And sometimes it was like transplants or born and raised people and things like that. And like, it was just for a week or no, was it a week? Yeah. I think it was a week. Uh, you just, you know, tweet from your perspective and oh, like, cool. and like, I did this one, I started this hashtag when I was running it that was, uh, hashtag NOLA confessions. And it was like all of the stuff that like you're supposed to do to be like a real New Orleanian, but like you've never done, like I've never eaten at Commander's Palace and so, which is like, you know, and it's like, you know, so like people's like really latched onto that because of the way that like identity here, like being a New Orleanian is like such a thing. Yeah. And so like, People always, and there are people that are like kind of gatekeepy about like, well, you're not really from here. Totally. You're this and da, da, da. And so I was just like, you know, that shit is stupid. Like I'm from the suburbs. I'm from Metairie. Like I'm not even born and raised in this actual real ass city, but like right. adjacent. You know, got the award and uh, got like champagne and that. And it was, uh, yeah. And then they never did the awards after that. So I'm the reigning best male no Twitter. No way. Yeah. So that's the thing. I didn't know the details of that, obviously. Yeah. I assumed 
that it was a Twitter award right. for from the Gambit, yeah. which is dope. Yeah. The funny thing, though, is that there's no other information on the thing. <laughs> it doesn't even say Twitter anywhere on it. Right, that's true. The, yeah. It just says best, best male, male account. account. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> also, it's funny. I assume that there was a best female account yeah, yeah, award. Yeah. Okay. Well, because it also could have been some sort of like ironic thing right. where you had some sort of joke hyper masculine yeah sarcasm account i don't know i was like but i don't know the phrase best male account and no other information is fucking oh, hilarious yeah, it's dude funny. yeah it's dude. Also like, and congratulations on being so male hey yeah I, uh, <laughs> and i'm the best at it actually i know <laughs> especially online yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, it was literally like, was it an account on the Gambit's website? And how many people are involved in yeah, that? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm really good at commenting on newspaper articles. Uh. <laughs> As a male. Yes. <laughs> in a very male way. <laughs> male is a funny word, too. Good Man. lord. It's, yeah, it was, it was very dumb and very weird, but, uh, I'm still like, it's, you know, I put it in my bio, you know, even though nobody knows what the fuck it is. It's like, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's a thing, you know, it's like, yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's it's cool. It's just yeah. The gambit is great too. I mean, yeah. I know of it. Yeah. And I don't live here. Yeah, yeah. They got bought by. So are they a yeah, weekly now? So they uh, they're Joyce. still going out, but like the um. So there was the local paper, the Times Picayune, and then there was also uh, the Advocate, which was based in Baton Rouge, and then okay. they started a uh, New Orleans branch. And so they were competing with the Times Picayune, and then the Gambit was just like a whole separate alt weekly thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but then uh, the Baton Rouge company bought the Times Picayune, so like the <laughs> <laughs> the newspaper that's been like in New Orleans for like you know 185, 200 years or something like that. They bought that, and then just like I think last year they bought the Gambit also. So all of the news is. The same company? One company. Whoa, yeah. what? Yeah. It's, that sucks. It sucks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gambit still is kind of like... <laughs> the cat is... Man. There's like a stack of posters and yeah. the cat keeps jumping on it and fucking it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's just one dude like owns uh, all of the news in town now. Damn, dude. Yeah. But the Gambit's still pretty like... Is it, know, my, is it Bloomberg? Kind of independent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John George's is his name. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, I think he's a billionaire. Yeah. That's such a fucking Louisiana name, too, <laughs> yeah. dude. Oh, man. Well. Oh, yeah. So, um, what episode did you, you chose the. Uh, I chose the fucking um, Prohibition episode. I. I chose it immediately too. Yeah. Uh, we, Jeff was like, which one do you want to do? And I was like, has anyone done prohibition? Because that is it. That episode of the Simpsons is maybe my favorite episode of comedy TV ever. It's incredible. Like I forgot how funny that it's is. so funny. I mean, and yeah, like if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like early Simpsons and you know that early Simpsons, that chunk of four or five years, yeah. it is Hands down, far and away, the funniest comedy TV yeah. there ever was. But that episode in particular, yeah, I mean, we it's just watched like, it. Yeah, it was like, I mean... Every line every is a single, genius yeah. fucking there's, joke. You know, and, like, there's a lot of good visual gags in there, too. Like, it's just yeah. an all-around solid episode. And, like, just so, so fucking funny. I'm trying to remember some of those visual gags. Do um, you... Let's see. There's, um... I don't know, uh... Wait, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I know there was oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, There's a Barney. 
I oh, mean, yeah, laying the rose like in front of the uh, so, closed Duff Brewery. Yeah. yeah, and there's the part where uh, Rex Banner, who's the Prohibition police chief, is sitting with two cops oh, in yeah. the diner inside the painting. Yeah. The man, I forget yeah. the name of that artist, but uh, and then Barney walks by drunk who's going home after Moe's and it's illegal to be drunk and he presses his face up against the glass and then Rex Banner just punches, punches through, through the, the glass. <laughs> There's all... Oh, man. And after they were like, oh, you haven't even touched your... Uh, oh, what was it called? The big ice cream thing that it was eating. The exploding uh, something or other. And it's just this giant <laughs> oh, yeah. thing of ice cream with like, oh, yeah. sparkler sticking out of it. And it's Dude. just, man, like... The idea that he would order such a thing, and also that that diner has that, <laughs> is just so fucking funny. And yeah, ridiculous. banana split with fucking sparklers yeah. in it. And yeah, Rex Banner, if you haven't seen it recently, Rex Banner is like this just, you know, completely stoic. Yeah. Stoic to the point of angry to the point of being boring character. And the cat is on the posters again. Damn, dude. Why do you want those posters yeah, so bad? What's up with that, man? It's almost like you're trying. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to touch your nose, dude. Oh, man. I love it. Um, yeah, the episode is so good. I specifically picked it because of one line that I think about all the time to this day. When I think of the Simpsons, this is the line I think of. Uh, it's the last line in the whole episode mm-hmm. and, uh, it's Homer. They have now repealed prohibition and they've shot the cop into <laughs> Shelbyville via catapult. <laughs> Dude, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. And, uh, he's standing, on a huge pile of barrels of Duff beer. Yeah. And he says to the crowd of rabble to alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. And then the episode ends. That joke, I think is the best joke it's ever written. So good. It's, it's so good. And like crazy you in so few words, it like conjures up so much in your head. Like, it's, you know, exactly what there it's oh. there's an old Simpsons writer out there who wrote that who yeah. knows that they wrote that and I would imagine like I uh you know I've never written an episode of the Simpsons certainly I've yeah. never written for a TV show that well that aired yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh but uh I know the feeling of sitting in a room with people and writing a script and then r- thinking of a line that is really fucking funny to you. Yeah. And then everyone in the room laughs. Uh, that alone, having like, I've had like writing gig three, maybe in my life, all that were one to three weeks long mm. for like a pilot or something yeah. or a friend's thing. Um, and just a feeling of writing one line that made us all laugh that goes in a script for a show that isn't anywhere feels good. Yeah. So, just man, whoever the f- I want to know who the fuck yeah. that is. They're out there, yeah, and they just know they wrote see. that I've incredible got, line. I've got my Simpsons Bible here. Let's see uh, who are the writers. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, just uh, only one writer, John Schwartzwelder. That's the guy who wrote that episode. Yeah, I mean, I mean, wow, that, that doesn't yeah. have to. That doesn't mean that he definitely wrote right. that line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the odds that would be crazy him. if that guy wrote. Every whole, single joke in that yeah. episode, that dude's a yeah. fucking genius. There's, I mean, there's got to be other. other I mean, I think the way it works is that you, they all like you all like sort of like up. as a room figure out the season, yeah, and like map it all out, and then they divide the episodes up, and everyone gets their own episode, and then yeah. they all punch up. That's my guess. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, either way, that dude does get the credit for that yeah. episode because it's it's his episode, yeah. and it is the best one. It's so fucking good, like. <laughs> Man, just and it was like 
every, like you said, like every line was a joke. Every fucking single line, dude. I'm trying to remember, man, I'm trying to remember what some of the other ones were. I mean, that's the problem. I know. It's not it's like so good. Uh, we, we need to like we really need it to just be playing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Should have just put. Oh uh, man, should have taken notes. Uh, there's a. Let me see. We'll cut out all this lull here. Uh, there's also the classic. Uh, oh, won't somebody please think of the children? That's like a bit. That's like getting memed a lot in the. Yeah, I hang out in a lot of Simpsons Facebook groups, and so like there's just a lot of like Simpson shit posting and stuff like that. It's, right, it's very ridiculous. And- oh man, there is one line. Oh dude, this is another one of my favorite lines in The Simpsons ever, where Rex Banner walks into the police station and kicks Wiggum's chair, <laughs> yeah. and Wiggum like uh, falls on the ground, and Wiggum I think was like, oh, he's watching TV. He was watching yeah. TV. They were watching. Like so, it was like Nate, something uh, women dancing or yeah. something. He kicks him out of the chair and he goes, "Hey, I was watching that, <laughs> and I was sitting there." <laughs> God damn it, dude! It's, I I don't know how you write TV like that. I know, but they literally. The other thing that's amazing about that episode is how they get into it, isn't it? That oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. Right. Yes. Yes. And uh, there's actually, a St. Patty's might come out. Right around then. So oh, holy shit. Perfect. Weird. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, too, because St. Patty's Day is my uh, 11-year comedy anniversary. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Wait, you really – first time you went up was on St. Patrick's Day? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, well, it's also weird. Like, I I started stand-up by – I uh, started hosting my friend's mic because okay. I had tried it a few times three years before and I was afraid and shit. And so she – ran a mic and basically made fun of me and called me a coward until, cause she knew I really wanted to do it. Yeah. And she called me names until I agreed to co-host her mic with her, but I only did the mic for six months. And then I started doing like going to open mics and writing jokes and doing stand up every day yeah. and like really actually trying in August of 2009. So as a result, I think, I don't know which one to really celebrate, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not entirely sure on the date. But I do know that it was March of 2009 that I hosted that mic for the first time. So, and I think it was around the set. I'm pretty sure it was around St. Patty's Day. So I just fucking celebrate yeah. St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it's just easier. Cool. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it's there. Um, yeah, and so yeah, they it's St. Patty's Day. Yeah. They go to school. Yeah. Lisa and Bart go to school. Bart gets pinched like fucking crazy. Yeah, and then they go to this. Green. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. So the visual gags, the first set of visual gags are all, that was the first thing that was really shocking. Yeah. How racist the episode was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, not, not racism that would really bug anybody, right. but well, it would bug somebody. Yeah. But it was like really overt, yeah. fucked up shit about Italians. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, Wait, what did they say? It was Italians and... Uh, the day uh, that everyone's Irish, oh, except yeah. of course for the gays and the Italians. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> Just like, okay, And then there's like, an IRA joke. They blow yeah. up a British pub yes. out of fucking nowhere. Which, like, man, I said it when we were watching, like, I did not get that reference for the longest time. As a kid, time. yeah, yeah just totally. Like, just now I was like, whoa, Holy shit, that's a fucked up fucking joke. Total. It's such a fuck. Like, they blow up a fucking building. Yeah. And then the way that the conversation about prohibition starts is that uh, Bart, wow, dude. I mean, it's funny because, like, even though the episode works, it is 
one of the best examples of how Simpsons plots move. Yeah. Bart from, begs so, for a horn. Yeah. Uh, and then his mom's like, you always throw it away. And he's like, I won't no, this, not time. this time. Yeah. And he gets a horn and he's like running around yelling at people through the, the drunk horn. I don't know how to describe those things. Yeah, They're uh, just like the, a, the, Vuvuzela. Yeah, it's like yeah, a Vuvuzela. Yeah, like yeah. the soccer games. Totally. Yeah. But it looks like it looks it's somewhere it looks somewhere between one of those and like a hurricane. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Glass. Long green horn. Yeah. Yeah. And uh then a float is going by and they're shooting yeah, like duff a off a beer cannon yeah. and all of it goes into Bart's horn <laughs> yeah. and he gets wasted instantly. Instantly <laughs> and is like Stumbling down the street, and uh, and then a woman is like, "That child is drunk," and everyone gets upset. Oh, also, Homer's not there; he's at Moe's just getting drunk. And yeah. one of the best lines in anything I've ever heard, which isn't even really a joke. I mean, it's a joke, but I don't really know why. He has a barrel on his head, and he says, "Look, I'm the prime minister of Ireland." <laughs> Man, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and I, yeah, I was laughing so many times in the episode. I laughed and I was like, why is this funny? Yeah, it's just the writer is like dumb. a dumbass. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> and I think that's what it is. I think the real secret is just, just be as stupid yeah, as fucking silly. possible. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh God. Yeah. And then Mo sees Bart on the news on the TV and he's like, Hey, Homer, isn't that your kid? And like Homer turns the barrel so that with the hole <laughs> yeah. is there so he can look out the eye. Instead of taking the barrel off, ro- rotates the whole thing so his eye sticks out the hole. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then, uh, after that, then they, well, he gets the, in trouble. Obviously. He gets in, yeah, bar, he gets in trouble. Not even really. Not, yeah, not really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's because he didn't, like, go to drink. Like, it just happened to It just him. happened. Yeah. And then, well, what happens is that there's a group of, like, church women right. that are protesting. And they, like, oh, there's, like, a city hall meeting. Yeah. That they're, like, yelling at Mayor Quimby. And he basically, like, tries to act like a dictator to yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's another great line where he's like, "You can't tell me what to do, you you lowly rabble. I don't yeah. I don't care about you." And then his assistant's like, "Election, election." And he's like, "Another one." Yeah. I hate this country. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh man! One of the other good mo- uh, moments was uh, it was like after it was the next day, and they're uh, the whole family's in the house, and Bart just walks by, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to Mo's for a couple of beers," and Homer's like, "I'm coming with you." Bart's <laughs> just like, "No." Oh <laughs> uh, man, and then yeah, and then the way the device they use to move the like a story of the plot, like that's because that's how every Simpsons episode goes, right? It's yeah. like a a plot out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. All of Act One, it's so genius. All of Act One is completely disposable. Yeah. It's just used to get you into the actual mm-hmm. story. Yeah. There's nothing else like that still no. to this day. No, it's just a way into the yeah. rest of the idea. Like it's, and has not like, yeah, Bart getting drunk of the parade mm-hmm. and it being St. Patrick's day never no, brought up again. They don't ever once mentioned. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Maybe there's like an Irish joke again Maybe. later, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's like a turpentine. Oh yeah, it was when, Is that uh, later? when they run out. Yeah, when they run out of beer. Oh yeah, he's like I have turpentine. He's like I got turpentine, delicious cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so like the 
the there's the city hall meeting and then they're like all everyone's arguing about it and then there's like an old clerk by a bookshelf in the room for some reason who's like yeah, it looks like here actually prohibition was a, uh, oh, yeah. was enacted and it was never repealed yeah and then 200 years ago dude god damn yeah. it man i like it's funny cuz there are a lot of there are a lot of comedy shows that i like that still aren't as funny as the simpsons and i think um like Bob's Burgers, we were watching yeah. some Bob's Burgers. I love that fucking yeah, show. So it's good. so good. There's so many great sight gags and jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Office obviously yeah. is sort of like the gold standard. Thirty Rock is yeah. probably my favorite. Yeah. I yeah. Um, but all of those shows still have plot movements that are uh, grounded in reality to yeah. at least an extent, right? And I think that's probably good character wise or mm-hmm. something um but i don't know because the simpsons i really think that that action of that clerk finding an old parchment and yes. being like looks like prohibition is already law yeah that removes like four minutes of exposition story from it mm-hmm. and that's four more minutes of stupid jokes yes. they can put in yes. they just take out so they trim so much of the fucking fat from mm-hmm. their stories so much more than any other show and yeah. it's genius i don't know why more shows don't do that right just like have more jokes like I just do, more like, jokes yeah. i don't need your fucking the story doesn't have to make right. sense and make guess, it make no sense i guess one of their like uh the benefits of the way that show works it uh and why that can work is also because like they don't really change the characters ever they yeah, don't ever. grow they don't age so it's <laughs> right. like they don't really have to change so it's not like you know and you can just watch a random episode of The Simpsons and get it. They're all very self-contained, you know? Yeah. There's not a whole lot of, like, carryover in, like, Simpsons canon. I mean, some stuff here and there, but, like, yeah. you know, I mean, even the fact that Homer works at the nuclear power plant doesn't matter because he's never fucking there. Like, yeah. they don't even mention it in this episode Oh, at that's all. true. He's and like, he does, a, like, a, he has a whole other thing he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's selling, a bootlegger. Yeah, bootlegging by... Uh, putting the beer in the finger holes of the bowling balls. <laughs> Dude, that's another it's, great joke where wh- they're just at the bowling alley and he's smuggling the bowling balls full of booze. <laughs> yeah. And then when they come back, he literally <laughs> says to his son, he's like, bootlegging, that's where it's at. Uh, that's uh, it's so much more profitable than your petty vandalism. <laughs> and then Bart goes, so many wasted nights. What's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, the line after that? Uh, <laughs> Uh, the line after that where Bart says something, uh, something, something sucks. And, uh, oh my God. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, I, goes. I know the punchline, but I can't remember how it's is, set up. That's the truly, that's the dumb one. Yeah. That one combined with the, I'm the, fuck, dude, I need to look up this writer and find some of his personal shit because the fact that both of those dumb jokes were in it. Means like that's this guy's tone, and I want I just want more from him. Oh, yeah, it's like I think they say bootlegging sucks or yeah, like some, stealing, or so, it's something about drinking. Like, oh, maybe I think he says like Rex Banner sucks or, or I no. don't know, something, but it's some know. no, it's something about Homer sucks, yeah, yeah. Uh, Homer's like. Sucks, sucks like, like a, a fox, fox. <laughs> <laughs> and then they high five it. It's like the dumbest. It makes no sense. It makes no sense, but it's so fucking funny. <laughs> sucks like a fox. What's that guy's name? Uh, John, uh, John Schwartzwelder. Do you know anything else about him? Um, he's written a good number of episodes of The Simpsons, but okay. I don't know if he's done anything 
outside of that. Man. Because it's just, I mean, I forget, like, I remember loving this episode even, like, as a kid when it came yes. out. But, like, it's still, man, it's just so goofy and funny and, like, kind of social commentary, but not really. Like, you know, just over the yeah. general, like, <laughs> yeah, drinking's not that bad. Like, but, but you know, it's uh, it hurts our freedom if we can't do this or whatever March says at the end, which almost sounded like they were just, like, shoehorning in and, like, immoral. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, I mean, the moral, I mean, I guess it is, that's the other thing about that joke, to alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. I guess that is immoral. I mean, I guess that yeah. is social commentary. The commentary is really interesting, though. It's basically like, it's a type of commentary I think we could use a lot of lately. Everyone's right. trying to make everything very black and white, at yeah. least in our world. Yeah. And uh, what he's basically saying is... Alcohol is bad, but we all like it, yeah. so we it's just good. do it, Yeah, and it's complicated. Right. I really like that yeah. as a message. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. Because, I, I mean, it, like, myself, like, I've been, I've been trying to cut back on drinking, because, like, I drink every day. There's, like, rarely a day that I don't drink. Okay. And when I was unemployed for the last, like, year or so, it was, like, real bad. Like, I wasn't drinking during the day, but, like... I'd stay up till three, four o'clock in the morning, like every night. And like, I would have like three or four beers at a mic yeah. and then come home and have another three or four beers. And it was like every day drinking like eight beers, which wow, is just, right. like, not fucking healthy. Yeah. Uh, for, oh, and not just physically, but like mentally, mentally emotionally. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Bad for and, you. Cause I was like getting real depressed, like, you know, not having a job and like being alone in the house all day is just like fucking weird, you know, like yeah. you don't have any human interaction. And then, like, Mary Devin would get off of work, and, like, she was working all day, so she was like, I just want to sit down, but I'm like, I want a human, you know? Yeah. Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Yeah. But it's uh, It was rough. So, like, the drinking got real bad, so I was like, oh, I need to make a conscious effort. But now just having somewhere to be in the morning has been enough, because, like, now it's just like, oh, yeah. I'm not staying up till three in the morning now, except, you know, on the weekends, but, like, you know, totally. like, tonight I'm not going to be up till four in the morning, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could try, that's, that is the great thing about having a job, or at least having things in your, oh, man, it's so funny how quickly your life can devolve into just nothing being that important, if you yeah. let it, and then... I mean, I guess what I'm saying is my being a comedian is like that. Doing something that involves a lot of freelancing mm -hmm. where you make your own schedule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hate to say that I need someone else's structure because I don't. Ideally, I would do it on my own. Right. But left to your own devices, it's pretty easy to oh, just let it all so go. Easy. Yeah. yeah. It, so that's nice, dude, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You could fucking get drunk every night, but then after a week or two, you'd start being late and yep. fuck up at your yep. job and yeah. shit like that. And who wants that? I've been sitting here. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I want you to do that. Uh, I've been looking up. Uh, <laughs> I want you to get fired. Hell yeah, Jeff. dude. You know what? I'll do it. I looked up this guy uh, to see what his career has been. And it's so short. Not the length of his career, but mm -hmm. the list of things. 85 and 86, John Schwartzwelder was a writer for Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? 18 episodes he wrote on. Uh, and then he wrote from 1989 to 2003 uh, for The Simpsons. So 14 years of that. Oh, wow. In 1996, um, he wrote a pilot called Pistol Pete. He created it, was executive producer and writer, and then it didn't get made. Okay. And then he was a writer on The Simpsons movie, 
And that is it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess 14 years of writing for The Simpsons, you, you know, you banked some money there. You, you, totally. That's a. He's 71 years old now, and I oh, guess wow. he writes books. Okay. Uh, he. Oh my God. He has written so many fucking books. So yeah, he quit writing The Simpsons in 2003, and very promptly he wrote a book called The Time Machine Did It, and thinks that since then he's written How I Conquered Your Planet, The Exploding Detec- Detective, <laughs> Dead Men Scare Me Stupid. These sound like titles of fake books on The Simpsons. I know. <laughs> the Million Dollar Policeman. <laughs> this guy is fucking Wait. so funny, I actually man. <laughs> am very curious about these books now. Yeah, me too. I might actually read a book. <laughs> and in the list of Simpsons episodes that he's written are fucking crazy, dude. Oh, my God. It's like, look at this list. Whoa. It's so man. I mean, 14 years ago, yeah, I, I knew. Guess. Yeah, I knew he did like a large chunk, but... That's so I can't many. think of any of the other ones off the top of my head that he's up, but I'm sure a lot of the like really like uh I mean if he wrote this ones, one. Yeah. So his first one was Bart the General. I don't oh, remember that no. one. Oh yeah, that's um Bart like he goes to uh fight back the bullies with uh he creates like an army of his of the other kids and they have like uh they start bombing them with water balloons. Oh wow, I don't do remember it. this. There's a whole section of like Bart is basically uh that uh General Patton, uh like the big uh American flag backdrop. Oh thing. yeah, he's yeah. giving a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. So they, it's kind of So he's great. I don't know, this seems like this dude is just great with fucking references. Yeah. Uh, two cars in every garage and three eyes on every fish. Oh, that's a good one. Itchy and scratchy and Marge. Bart gets hit by a car. Bart the murderer. Treehouse of Horror. He did the first one oh, and nice. the second one of those. Oh, dude. Itchy and scratchy the movie. Whacking Day. Fuck oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bart gets an elephant. Yeah. See, now yeah. Homer the Great. Bart's Comet. Homie the Clown. Yeah, dude. Radioactive Man. Fuck, man. I want to meet this guy. Yeah. He's those 71 the- years old. <gasps> Oh man! So wait, <laughs> you quit writing what? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. So that's a uh, what is that? Da, 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 Seventeen years ago. ago. He was like fifty four. Damn. Whoa, that's cool. That is awesome. That also means though that if he started writing in eighty nine, so that was thirty years ago. Yeah. So he started writing when he was forty. Yeah, that's really interesting. That is actually, <laughs> man. So in eighty five and eighty six, he was like our age. Yeah. Well, huh. seems like maybe like, we'll still make something is, out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's time left. Damn, dude. And The Simpsons started in 89, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a fucking great job to get. I know. I wonder... He's also apparently referenced on The Simpsons a bunch. Uh, the Wikipedia says, Schwarzwelder has been animated in the background of several episodes. Um, the likeness resembles David Crosby. Um Okay. And then Matt Groening, I guess, said, anytime David Crosby appears in a scene for no apparent reason, it's actually John Schwartzwelder. <laughs> wow, that's really funny. That's amazing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, dude, it's interesting. Um, it was interesting to watch a, a, an, an episode of something about drinking, too, right now, because I, I have fucking – I used to drink every day, all yeah. the time. Um I was never really uh, like chill during the day and drink guy, right, right. but I would, I really like to get drunk. And yeah. so, and that's slowed down. I do, I probably get drunk. Fuck. I probably don't even get drunk, drunk once a week anymore. Yeah. Cause it used to be once a week before that. It was twice a week. It was every day when I was in college. Um, it's interesting though, man. Like 
I I don't know. I really am going through a thing with drinking right now where I know that it affects me emotionally very mm. negatively. Yeah. Um, I can sense it. If I get drunk a couple days in a row even, I'll notice myself. I've been going to therapy for a while. Um, I talk a lot about mental health, my mental health, mm. depression, anxiety. I think about it and work on it a lot. I feel pretty plugged in to where my brain is at emotionally and I – I can really notice it just being harder for me to be happy and shit. So there's that. That's one of the reasons I've slowed down a lot. Also, I'm 37, so it makes me gain weight fucking easily. Yeah. Like I love beer. Sure. I and that so there's a large part of me that wants to quit, but then I keep coming back to it. Yeah. For a few reasons. The first is I don't like to give myself rules. I'm gonna mm -hmm. die one day. I yeah. want to live my fucking life. Right. Two, I love how beer tastes. I really do. Yeah. I never yeah. want to give up just having one beer here and there. Right. I mean, it sounds like the way I'm talking right now, I'm hearing myself and it sounds like alcoholism, but I don't think it is because I go like weeks and weeks and I can have one or two yeah. sometimes, but I love to, it's weird. I, so what happened, this is what I'm driving at. I, I'm in this weird place where when I, have a beer nowadays. Mm -hmm. I want to fucking have beers with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I, cause my favorite thing on earth to do really is to sit around with one to four other people and just fucking talk yes. and crack jokes and make fun of each other and just mm. laugh. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I don't need to go out and go crazy. Uh, I just want to sit there. Yeah. But my life doesn't really have a lot of that in it. Uh, everyone I know is in their thirties right. is pushing really hard at comedy. Also, my city is really spread out right. and we're all a little older. So like, and I'm really obsessed with my career. I like am less social than ever. So I've just gotten to a point where every time I want to fucking get drunk, mm -hmm. no one else wants to. Yeah. 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 And so I'll do it. I do it thinking I'll be the one to motivate other it, people yeah. to do it. And then people hang out for a little bit because we're all hanging out, but most of them don't really dr have any drinks or more than one. No one wants to make a whole night of it. Right, right. And uh, they all, they go home at 11 or midnight, yeah. and that's fine. But at that point, I've decided in my brain, like, like I'm going to go I'm for it. it. Yeah. I want to get drunk with people. But it's just like – I guess what I'm saying is I have hung hung on to that part of drinking mm -hmm. longer than everyone else I know. I think it might be because I held back on it. I didn't party a lot coming up in comedy. I didn't like get drunk and go on stage ever. Yeah. So maybe I'm like, to me, it's like a treat, but to everyone else, they do it yeah. frequently or, yeah. or it could feels like the exact opposite though. It feels like I'm the only one, who wants to sit and have like a fucking blast getting drunk yeah. anymore. It's very weird. I don't. So I'm coming up on like, I think it might be time to move on. That's kind of how I've yeah. been feeling lately, which would be good. Cause I, I don't know. I feel like I, I have a lot more to say and how I feel about this. I'm not entirely describing cause what I'm describing right now to me sounds a little sad. I'm just like this guy who wants right. to get drunk and he has no friends to get right. drunk with. But like really what's happening is that I, th I everyone I hang out with is much more career-minded and health-minded now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the people I used to get wasted with 
will have aren't really in that mindset, mm-hmm. don't even have the need at all. Yeah. And I'm only looking to do it like once a month or so. Mm-hmm. But I don't even have the people in my life to do that. And I don't really know. I don't, I, it might be time to say goodbye. I think yeah. what I'm saying. I got, I've got, I've done all the drugs. I've gotten really drunk and I'm fucking, I want to be more healthy. Mm-hmm. I've never like gotten myself into that habit. Yeah. But it might be the time for that chapter of my life. I just wish that every now and then, I don't know. I just don't understand why. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, Definitely feel you on a lot of that. Like that's, uh, I mean, it's it's also weird here because like there's such a ingrained relationship with alcohol in New Orleans, yeah. and like from a young age, and so like it's like I the amount I drink, like I have such a high tolerance, and so like I'm never like I'm probably legally drunk, but like I'm fine and completely functional, uh, and probably most people would consider, I guess, an alcoholic. But I'm like I. Can go a day without drinking. You know, I don't drink in the afternoons. If I'm home alone by myself, like I might not have a beer till like 11 o'clock, just yeah. to have one before I go to bed. Like, so it's not like this, uh, constant need. And like, I'm not even, you know, I haven't even thought about having one today, you know, right. I'm just sitting here. Now, granted, had quite a few yesterday. So sure. that could be it. Sure. But I don't know. I've been trying to think about like the whole cutting back and stuff like that. Cause it's like, uh, because it's the same thing. Like, I love beer. I love yeah. you know, drinking a good beer. I used to homebrew. I like, I really like beer. Yeah. Uh, and, but to like, so I don't want to get rid of that entirely. But it might be that you have to in yeah. order to make the change. Yeah. But here's another thing, too, that I, I was realizing as you were saying that in, I, I think the problem I, I'm having is that if, I think that, well, let me say this. There are definitely people in my life who fucking have epic drinking nights. Right, right. But I don't really hang out with them because they do that every day. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do it every day. Yeah. And so if you only want to do it every now and then, I guess it's just like not the culture of being in your fucking 30s. Yeah. Everyone I know is just like having a beer and then they like have however many beers they end up having and then they go home at midnight. Yeah. Whereas I wait until 10 to have mm-hmm. my first beer because I'm done with my comedy set. And right. I'm like, is everybody ready to have an adventure yeah, now? And they're like, I'm and they're like dude, I, no, man. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I it just, the older you get, the more, like you just said, it just sort of weaves itself into your life. Yeah. And then as a result of that, uh, people start thinking the way you're thinking, like, should I slow down? Yeah. Should I not? Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. It's, I really want to keep some semblance of my childhood mm-hmm. truly. <laughs> and probably, I mean, teenage years or college or whatever right. fucking just like being young and forgetting everything for right. a night yeah. kind of thing. And I don't, I don't know if it's possible. Yeah. I, I, I... <laughs> I know it's, I worry about that. Like what you were saying about like, maybe like you can't just like, um, reduce the amount, like, you know, almost have to just be like a cut ties completely situation, which like, yeah, you know, I mean, I know I have a lot of friends and that's the other thing is a lot of people I know now are starting to quit drinking. Yes. And like I have in like comics like that are, you know, in bars every night and I'm like, man, you guys, how are you? 
doing this like you're in a bar every night and you're not drinking like yeah. but they feel good and like are happy and like maybe there's something to it oh dude there is well that's the other thing i quit drinking a lot i'm like i've actually got to a point where a lot of people in my life are like are you drinking right now yeah yeah because i i go yeah in i actually these- wasn't sure uh friday like i was like eh, like but then but then like, well it's because yeah. i quit i'll quit for months at a time uh, because I noticed myself drinking more than I'd like or yeah. whatever. And then during those periods, I just tell people I don't drink and, and it's not, it's not true. Yeah. But it's I, a lot of, I think people, it's so much I think easier. People understand that more like, Oh, you don't drink. Cause there could be a whole story behind that reason. Totally. But if you're like, Oh, I'm not drinking right now. People are like, ah, just have one. They'll pressure yeah. you and shit. Yeah. I definitely have learned over time, especially in certain places. You never know how people are going to be. Most people are fucking grownups about it. Yeah. Or even if they give you a little bit of shit, they're not really bothered. Right. They're like, but Oh, come on. Still now at 37, I'll come across some people that are like, just have a fucking shot. And I have to be like, Okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. Because you're like an asshole uh, who's trying to tell me what to do right now, uh, which is just bu- just bonkers. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for health reasons, for mental health reasons more than yeah. anything, I quit drinking. And then a few months go by. I feel healthier. That's the thing, dude. It really – you you notice a cloud lifting from your head. Yeah. Uh, you notice yourself having a lot more energy. But – I do really like beer. And so a few months will go by and I feel good and I'm like, I can just have one. Yeah. And then it's so fun. And then a few days later, I'm like, well, I haven't been drinking much. I can have one more. Yeah. And then I get into the habit of getting drunk a night or two a week again. And that right. goes on for a few months. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to do this. And then mm-hmm. I quit for a few months. And I've been in that cycle for a few years now. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's compounded by the fact that I never drink before I perform. Okay. Never have ever. I mean, yeah. I guess I have – Probably 15 or 20 times in my life I've mm. been drunk on stage. So I treat it like a treat to myself. Yeah. But generally, as a rule, I don't have any all day if I have a set that night. Uh, I just never wanted to get in the habit of it because I knew if I did, I'm just such a creature of habit. Oh, yeah. like, I could I mean, fall into me, being like, drunk I every need, day. I like one or two before every set. And like oh, it's wow. like it's terrifying going up completely sober. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Cause like I'm not like I've definitely gotten over my real like anxiety of being on stage. Like yeah. I mean, there's still like now it's like a weird mix of like excitement and and nervousness. But like there was all like I would throw up before every set. Like wow. I was just like right before I would like like even at an open mic, you know, really like, two three minute set, and I'm like I'm just like coughing in the back of the room and just like throw up in the trash can. Damn. And I'd be like, all right, time to go on stage. And it was just this weird thing. And I just like within the last year that stopped and I've been doing it almost six years. And like, it just like, yeah, Man. it was a weird thing. And so now yeah, I, mean, I still I panic a lot. Like, yeah. I, which I mean, I, whenever I hear, uh, like comics like yourself who've been doing it way longer. I'm like, Oh, okay. So it's still, it's a thing that's just going to always be there. Yeah. And like, that's comforting, you know, cause it's sure. not like, Oh, this is just me. Or when does this end? It's like, Oh, it never ends. Well, okay. Then we'll right. just deal with it then. I'm like that too. Yeah. There, Oh, there's nothing I can do about this yeah. except cope. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. And I'll even say, I think it's damaging thinking that the way that we talk about like fear and cowardice, yeah. like everyone is both. Mm-hmm. Everyone is brave. Everyone is cowardly. It's like choices 
uh, rooted in your own brain chemistry and uh, you do your best. And ideally, you would respond to things in a brave manner. And that's what I shoot for and really work for. And I'm really like, you know, like really, really work on it truly and have been a long time. And, uh, and it's, and so I, I am proud to say that I am, I act bravely a lot of the time with regards to shit like, well, probably regards to shit in general, but of course there's still going to be times where you're like, oh, fuck. And you like, can't take it because it's what it's like to be a human. I mean, anxiety is real. Uh, for sure. Like as a, as a disease for a lot of us. Yeah. But even outside of that, worrying and being afraid is going to happen to everybody. Sure. Uh, so yeah, the idea that stage fright goes away is crazy to me. Right. I, I think that that's, yeah, I think that that's damaging to yourself to act like that's the case. Yeah. It's just sort of like, Yes, it sands down and gets better and better and better over time. But fucking guess what? If you stop going up every day, yeah, then the longer you wait, mm-hmm. the more it'll build up again and yeah. the more stage fright you'll have. And then you'll have to start going up every day again yeah. and, and to, to sand it down again. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's all repetition. Yeah. It's all working out. I think literally when it comes down to it, one way or another, everything in life is working out. Um, and I don't know, it's to sort of parallel that back to drinking, it is frustrating how difficult it is because drinking is just so damaging to you in so many ways. Yeah. yeah but it's literally poison. It's poison. <laughs> it's a depressant. Yep. It's fattening. Yep. And, you know, obviously the fattening thing and the carbs and shit, that's bad for your body. Uh, it's also bad for us for a few extra reasons. The first is, if I look in the mirror and I'm chubby, I hate it. Mm. And I wish I weren't like that. Um, but that's how I feel about myself. And so I know, like, I don't, whatever, man, I don't give a fuck about people's weight, but I give a fuck about my weight. Yeah. And, uh, and so the more like color there is in my skin, the more, the better I look when I look at myself in the mirror, the better I feel about myself. Yeah. So then that carries over to how I act on stage and how I carry myself in my career. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, we are fucking public figures. Yeah. So your image you, does like, matter. Yeah. And even if you're out of shape and that's a part of your thing, uh, a healthy person is more appealing to look at. Mm-hmm. Even if you're overweight yeah. or whatever, there are so many healthy looking overweight people. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and drinking, that's the thing. You could be like technically obese. Um, but get sun and work out right. and shit like that. Yeah. Drinking makes you look fucking pale yeah. and sick, yeah. makes your eyes look sunken in and, uh, makes you sweat more and all this mm. other weird shit. It's just everything compounds on itself. And so those things, uh, making your career harder can make your depression worse. Your depression yep. being worse makes your jokes worse. Cause yep. fucking, I don't care what anyone says. Being fucked up does not make your comedy better. I completely agree. It's just a stupid yeah. thing to think. Yeah. Maybe like, I will say, like, having discord or trouble in your mm-hmm. life can yeah. inspire you to write. Yeah, some sort of conflict or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. That can create an energy that that uh, pulls the creativity out of you. But it's not the depression doing that. Right. When those things happen to you, you should fucking eat vegetables and exercise and get sleep and <laughs> yeah. shit and take care of yourself. Because it's the events. It's you coping with events. It's not fucking the fact that you're all fucked up that yeah. makes you funnier. Mm-hmm. Uh it all compounds on itself. The depression makes it worse. 
And then also just the fact that it's a depressant making your depression works. It's, right. It snowballs and it's hard to pull out of. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing, it's really hard to make any fucking headway. Yeah. And you're up late mm-hmm. and generally you have a fucking day job and yep. it's hard to make money. And so it's just too much, man. Yeah. And so I, I really would like to be healthier. I want it so badly. But at the same time, I know about myself at this point. I love a beer and I love to just like one of my – like. My life wouldn't be as good as it is now. Like I wouldn't have nearly as many happy memories if it weren't for sitting around with people and getting yep, drunk with yep, them. Yep. It's just an activity I fucking love. I don't want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it is so fucking frustrating to me how hard it is for me to manage to keep that down to just once every – I don't know, man. It's yeah. just like – it would be fine. I don't even want to do it that much. I just, the, you know what it fucking is? It's scheduling. I, w- when I, cause all my friends are basically in this same place now. Right. We're all like comics that are like doing well as far as being comedians, but don't have any money and have a long way to go yeah. and like need more for this to be a stable career. That's like most of the people I'm close with. Right. Or at some varying level of that. And, also are like a little older, so they drink less or if they, if they drink, they're, they have them throughout the day or fucking yeah. whatever. So like, there's no account. I just want to have one night every now and then where we all sit around and get fucked up, but I can't schedule that with them. Right. It's hard to, and I don't want to fucking put in my calendar 8 p.m. Yeah. Friday the third. We all have fun. Yeah. But I guess that's what it is. You throw parties when you get older. Right. But I want it to be spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you schedule out your life and have a have this like career that's takes so much effort, but then also spontaneity? Yeah. It's I mean, there's nothing about like uh like, I just I, said so many things. Yeah, I'm no, sorry, no, no, dude. No, no. <laughs> I mean, like, especially like that's the thing too is like being in bars like every night uh, doing comedy. Like, whenever I do want to hang out with people, I'm like, I don't want to go to a bar. Like, because I'm right. just so tired of being in them all day every it's day. It's work. I don't even know what the good bars are anymore because I only know the like six that I go to every day. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, what I love is. Like sitting in somebody's backyard, yeah. Especially like when it's a little bit cool outside, you get a fire pit going, and just like sitting there and just talking and drinking around a fire. Like, oh, there's man. nothing fucking better than that. It's the and best. It's so like, and like I love those moments where like there'll be times after a show, and I'm like, y'all want to come hang out on the back deck? Uh, we're gonna hang out and just have some drinks, like instead of standing on the street corner in front of this bar that we stand in front of every fucking night. Like, totally. Yeah. But it's hard to get adults to fucking do that, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. They're yeah. like married or they have kids or a right. job or yeah. they're tired or mm-hmm. they're just plain yeah. grown up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones that, you know, I married another comedian. Yeah, so like right. our schedules are the same. We both want to be at the open mic. We both have shows, you know, yeah. it's like, or if she doesn't have a show, she's like, yeah, go. I know you're going to hang out afterwards because that's what I would do after a right. show. Like last night, hung out and had some drinks after the show and then came home later and it was fine. She's like, cool. I had a night alone. It was nice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Totally. Man. It's, uh, what's funny is that this started as a discussion about drinking on my end, but, but it's more about growing up. Yeah. It's more like, I wonder if that's why alcohol is like so important to us as a culture. Like what I literally just said about how I'm trying to hang right. on to some of my childhood. Cause like 
it used to just be so organic. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it just can't happen organically now. No. And that's fucking frustrating, but it makes sense. And that's why I've been thinking like, well, shit, man, maybe. Because I don't want to be. Look, I like you were saying, you have beers throughout the day sometimes yeah. or whatever. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. A lot of my friends do that. I have no judgment of it, really. As long as you're like actually taking care of yourself right, and right. aren't like hurting yourself long term or whatever i don't want to do that so my only version of it would be this like i don't know have a big night once a week or once a month thing but then if i don't know i've really been wondering it's been it's like a weighing on me i like in high school i didn't party at all in college i went crazy dude i did every drug all the way up to heroin i did heroin for a year and uh and then I came out of that and I was a radio DJ and I did a lot of partying and like throwing weird rock shows and sh- and yeah. doing just like radio shit with them. And then I uh, came back to LA and I, for three years, I didn't do shit. I was just a web designer. I didn't care about anything. I just got drunk with my friends. Yeah. Um, then I started comedy and I've been doing comedy almost 11 years. And, uh, and there's been a lot of like adventure and traveling and partying and that. Yeah. And I, I've just been thinking like, maybe it would be, maybe it is time to close that chapter. Yeah. Maybe because it, cause it's not just drinking like wrapped up in that. I like to stay up late. Sure. I think staying yeah. up late is cool. Uh, yeah. And that. I know that that, yeah, yeah, totally. We're on the yeah. same page. And it seems so lame to say mm-hmm. out loud, doesn't it? Yeah. I like to stay up past my <laughs> bedtime. Yeah. But like, there's just something in me from childhood. Like, nah, mm-hmm. man, it's cool. I do what I fucking want. Yeah. And I end my, I haven't, in a great many ways, I haven't been trying to be my healthiest self. I have been trying to be my coolest self, mm. if I'm yeah, being yeah, honest yeah, with yeah, myself. Because yeah, yeah. even, dude, last night, I'm staying at your house in your yeah. guest bedroom. Yeah. I got no responsibilities. I had a great full day where I hung out with y'all, or I hung out with Joe here for a while, mm. and I went and picked up a car, and then I drove to Hattiesburg and had a great show, drove back, hung out with y'all. Full day. Yeah. I did my job, and my job is fun. Mm-hmm. I hung out with friends. And still, I got in bed and I watched an episode of The Expanse on my phone because <laughs> I'm always like trying to not let the day end. Yeah. And it's definitely for me psychologically part of this like I haven't done enough thing. Right. I'm not – I'm just – I want to be art and party and cool and I, I, I don't think those things are awesome in the front of my brain but – that's how my fucking subconscious works, definitely. Yeah. And so it's all part of this same thing. And I I guess I'm saying like, what if – I don't know. What if it's time to like rearrange the brain to being like fucking eating uh, – eating Brussels sprouts is fucking cool, dude. And yeah. going to bed <laughs> early is cool. Because I've tried to, to like schedule my day out. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have, probably have a lot of friends. I, yeah. yeah. Or or maybe you've yeah. done it too. Where you're like, I have to get better. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. have to work out. Yeah. I have to eat more bananas. I like download an app <laughs> that like you schedule like your day yes. like to the minute and everything like that. And it'll, it'll very, and like it worked like twice. It doesn't work unless well. you actually yeah. want it. Yeah. You have to want it. And I subconsciously, 
I don't want it. I yeah. want to stay up late with my fucking friends. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to do every day. Yes. If I'm being honest with myself, that's what I want. Yeah. I want to sit with my friends until four in the morning. Yes. Being dumb. That's There's what I fucking want. Absolutely nothing better than that. I know. <laughs> but it might be time. And I don't mean time to be like sad about it. Yeah. Like it, it should it, – it's – if I if – I, could I know that it's exciting the idea of like it's a whole other new thing that I never did learned how to learn how to cook fucking healthy food yeah learn how to schedule my day around getting enough sleep and enough sunlight and enough fucking exercise yeah and then I don't know like having a fuller life in that regard because fucking both of us have done a ton of that cool shit because yep. that's yep. the thing right one of the reasons one of the main reasons I'm a comedian is I felt like a fucking loser when I was young. And other people were like, seemed cool and they were like popular yeah. and they were all fucking each other. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I've been proven to myself ever since that I'm, that I'm worth being right, cool. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish that weren't true. No, I, yeah. I, I get it. I can completely relate to that. Yeah. It's tough, man. It is. <laughs> it, it totally is. But cool. maybe we can check back in in a year and I'll be like, Man, I'm a kale chef. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I stay up until 3 a.m. eating kale. <laughs> yeah. Just me and like a koala bear making fun of each other until the sun comes up. Man, I feel like I went I like I went on a big rant there. No, it was good though. Oh, it was good. good. Yeah. yeah. It was I mean it's felt cathartic to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh articulating some things that like I haven't been able to like put into words, you know. Oh, that's cool I, yeah, to hear. I, Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I – and I'm like – this idea of like my relationship with alcohol is like a thing that like is really – and Mary Devin's dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And so, but she like – she likes to exercise and stuff like that. So she goes for like runs and stuff like that and will go to the gym. And so like she'll be like, you know what? I don't want to ruin what I did today yeah. by just getting fucking trash. So she'll be like, I'm not going to drink tonight. And then we'll drink like kombucha or something instead. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah. I've yeah. never had a kombucha. I've had a sip and was not a fan. Yeah. Was, I don't know. I can't. Not, mm, I don't know. I'm like, and this is true, and I wish it weren't. I'm kind of scared it's gonna kill me. Like uh, <laughs> the name and the fact that it's like fermented fungus. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that I don't know. Seems, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about that sounds like something I would voluntarily <laughs> want to do. Yeah, totally. It seems like anti-fun. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. How long have we been talking? We haven't even talked about, uh, about the second an, one about yet. an hour and 15 minutes. Shit. Um, we'll bang through this second yeah. episode real quick. Yeah, we'll do that real quick, and then we'll <laughs> head over to the open mic. Hell yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. What was the fucking second the Simpsons second episode we watched? The second episode was... Let me get to it. Uh, oh, uh, My Fair Laddie uh, from season 17. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. Where uh, Lisa does a... As her science fair project, <laughs> she... Decides to turn groundskeeper Willie into a gentleman, uh, which is kind of fucking. It's not up. science. Yeah, it's like weird that well, it's out of character for Lisa. Yeah, to like, think I'm that's use okay, a person, yeah. like as a project, like, and to even think that that's science and not just like. I mean, I guess it's like I'm psychology. Sure had, yeah, I guess she had some probable like something that uh, some reasoning behind it. That made sense in – I don't know. It was probably a real quick throwaway thing because The Simpsons, they were just like, eh, right. we don't really need a real premise for this. Like, we just need this to happen. You know, I will say I do – I did think the premise 
and the general a story of the episode sucked. I really yeah, did. Yeah. But I liked the episode a lot. It yeah. had a ton of good jokes. There's some good jokes in it. Um, and it was violent. Super violent. <laughs> super violent. Like the teach the gym teacher just pelting the kids with balls. Yeah, the way like, that they got into the story was oh, that was another really cool thing. Because this episode came out in what, like two thousand four or five or some shit uh, like that? Oh six. Oh six. Yeah. So it was it was cool, but completely out of nowhere and weird. The episode cold opens on their female gym oh, teacher, yeah. uh, and and Principal Skinner is like, um, she is a man actually, and yeah. will be coming back as Mister So and So. And I'm telling you so that you guys will be prepared, so you won't make any jokes uh, when when they come back. You know, okay. like, and they're like, okay, yeah. And then, and then somebody, yeah, I think it, Nelson made one joke. Uh, he said, "Oh, sh- because oh, she's coming." Be the, I'm sorry, the, he. Yeah. Uh, now he is going to be. I don't even the, like that. I said now. Yeah. I fucked up those pronouns, and I apologize. But yes, he is the shop teacher now. Yeah. And uh, uh, Nelson says, uh, "Looks like there's going to be another piece of wood in the yes. wood shop." Yeah. Which is like. Yeah, he has a dick. It's yeah. not really yeah. that bad. Yeah, it's not. I mean, there's. <laughs> it's not been, great. Yeah, but, it's but not... there could have been way worse <laughs> jokes. And like Skinner I, was uh, like, "That's precisely the type of joke I'm trying to avoid." And then he kind of like chuckles to himself about it. Like, yeah, yeah. it was weird. It was but like it wasn't like I mean, for a show mm-hmm. like this that has mm-hmm. had like some problematic elements to it, like we past episodes we've come across like some. Kind of homophobic stuff in there. Oh, really? There's definitely some like you know. There's like some not good language used to describe like. There's some stuff. really weird Asian jokes. Yes, they were yes, like somehow for some that. reason okay with that. Yeah, Chinese people and Indian people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. For a show that definitely has that, mm-hmm. then to just like bring up the idea of a trans person and then move on yeah. and everyone's okay with it was yeah. really, really and amazing. And like, do a thing, like, later on, like, in the episode, like, have, like, you know, somebody, like, talking with a deep voice, you know, like, trying to be, totally. like, whatever. They didn't like, make the idea of transitioning a punchline at all. Yeah. That yeah. was fucking, I was really... Yeah. At least I think that that woodpile joke wasn't that. I mean, yeah. a trans person could feel a different right. way. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Right, yeah. But it really Not felt like they were being respectful, yeah. especially for 2006. It yeah. was shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, uh, they're like, this is your new gym teacher. And it's just like huge fucking asshole with yeah. a square haircut. And he just wants to play bombardment, which yeah. I guess is dodgeball, dodgeball, but you get hit in the face. Yeah. And yeah, he just yells, bombardment. You don't, yeah. You then, don't dodge. You just get hit with the ball. <laughs> and he just one after another hits the kids in the face <laughs> with the ball every day to the point of Bart trying to get back at him. Like he literally, yeah. the the story is that he abuses every child, every child in his care. Yeah. And like there was a uh, Millhouse like has a note from his doctor and he's like, Hey, I can't play bombardment anymore. My doctor says I can't get hurt <laughs> yeah. too much. And I forget what the gym teacher says. Oh, he goes, here's your second opinion. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then just pelts him in the face, <laughs> which is such a great joke. It's so funny. <laughs> There's also a weird, um, complete non sequitur joke in it where, um, the three bullies, uh, oh yeah, Kearney is the bald one, and <laughs> right. then I don't remember what the other uh, Jimbo, Jimbo and I can never remember the third. The one. guy with the hair, yeah. the sort of like shoulder length uh, hair. Yeah, man, it's on the tip of my tongue. Jimbo, Kearney. but they make a weird reference, and they're like, "That's like uh, 
what it would take oh, for Kearney to turning uh, mm-hmm. Willie into a, a gentleman. That would be like flying around the world in eighty days. It'd be like if Kearney tried to fly around the world yeah. in eighty days. And Kearney was and like, were like, "I'll take that bet." <laughs> Right, and then Jimbo agrees to the bet, and then the other one's like, I'll hold the money. And then he goes by in a balloon, and he's like... He's Dolph, just, that's the, Dolph. Dolph, D-O-L-F. okay. Or PH, rather. And then in the distance, Kearney is in a hot air balloon, and he's like, I'm on my way to Africa or something. And yeah. then Jimbo yells, wrong way, Istanbul. dingus. Istanbul. Yeah. <laughs> and wrong way, like, dingus. Like, it's such a good joke. It's so funny, especially because like, those guys... like I always love when you take like very dumb characters and then have them... like. Just be smart. Be erudite out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just so funny. Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> and then to it's just well, like, especially still, like call him a dingus at the end anyway. Yeah. Like still just like a dumb kid. Like it's so fucking funny. Dude, wrong way, dingus. <laughs> really dingus got needs me. To come back. Dingus to is good. That. Yeah. And then so, so there was that violence of the bombardment thing. And then also, Oh yeah, Willie when he moves in with the Simpsons because his shack gets broken because Bart throws a frozen ball. Oh, that's ball. how. Yeah, because he brings he freezes a bombardment ball, ball yeah. to get back at the teacher, and then he throws it. But it goes through the gym window and crushes uh, Willie's uh, Willie's shack. Yeah, and then Willie gets upset and he throws something at the tractor, and the tractor crumbles. <laughs> yeah, just which is a great sight gag. Oh man, and then yeah, so then. Um, so Willie, like he bring, he gives Marge like a present for letting him stay there, and it's just like this sculpture made from like kids' retainers that have, they've left <laughs> at the school. And Marge is like, "Oh, that's so nice!" And you see her in the background go in the kitchen and just shove it down the garbage disposal with a spoon. Yeah, like she's just jamming just, like, it in, and like not even like, "Oh, this is great!" Like put it in the closet or throw it in a trash can, like violently <laughs> destroying it forever. <laughs> so yeah, it's really bizarre. Just yeah. how much fucking violence there yeah. is. And in then that there was episode. some stuff later on that I don't, I can't remember. Well, there's more bombardment stuff that just keeps going on. Like he even <laughs> Bombard- goes to the restaurant and he's throwing bread at Willie when he's the Mater D. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that whole, I will say, Willie becoming, uh, proper. Yeah. I didn't really find that funny. Like yeah. I didn't need that. It wasn't. And yeah, and that yeah. whole like thing at the science fair where he's like dancing around and singing and like being very, I was like, I don't know. It's just not Who funny. Cares? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. There's I think something. I like his character. Yeah. Him just being this like fucking crazy yeah. Scotsman like <laughs> yeah. is fucking funny. Yeah. Like, there's, um, oh man. Yeah. I guess there wasn't too much. Oh, the a B plot of that was Homer was advert. He couldn't buy blue pants anymore. Oh yeah. yeah so then he started like advertising on the back of his head for blue pants. <laughs> like it was. <laughs> Weird. It really didn't really make sense. I don't know. It. Yeah. Well, there is a really weird scene that was very funny, but like it wasn't. Uh, it was. It didn't. Really didn't need to be there. Where he goes to the makers of blue pants. Oh and, yeah. Uh, they're like worldwide the, pants, world- which is a nice little uh, nod to David Letterman. Yeah. <laughs> and they. Right, it even said on the sign, Worldwide Pants, we were here before Letterman yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the owner is like, he meets the owner of the company, which is so funny. He's like, oh, we don't make those anymore. Uh, our business went downhill after our Super Bowl commercial a few oh, years yeah. ago. Oh, God. And then it's like this really creepy commercial of yeah. a guy with his shirt off yeah. just dancing and talking about yeah, his blue pants yeah, for when you don't care giggles. what the opposite sex thinks of yeah. you. And, and they, they just, just zoom in on his butt. <laughs> it's really it's off-putting. Very <laughs> like and I guess 
that was the point. Yes. That was the whole reason. But it was like, man, you guys sold that joke too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, too well. Yeah, it's interesting to th- – you know, like, a lot of times in comedy, um, like, if you – if someone has thoughts on your joke, someone doesn't like a joke or likes your joke a lot. A lot of times, whenever someone has thoughts on comedy, they what they think is the reason it's funny isn't actually really the yeah. entire reason they laugh. Yeah. Just like how when you produce a live show, um, you should you know keep the lights dim and loud music playing as yeah. people are seating, so right. they're like getting excited, you yeah. know, and it feels like a party in their minds, and then mm-hmm. the show just... And they're not like, where? Am I in the right place? Totally, yeah. and they're not... When they're laughing later, they're not thinking at all that the la- the music playing at the beginning of the show right. helped bring them there, but it did, you yeah. know? Uh, and, uh, and so I wonder if, like, you know, we talk a lot of shit about later Simpsons seasons, and because we... The jokes aren't as good or whatever, we're bored of the characters. Right. But I wonder if it's more that, like, their story, maybe they just, they they were, they started getting lazy on story because they felt like they could, but it yeah. turns out the stories are the vehicles right. for these amazing that, jokes. that's the thing I've seen in a, some of the newer episodes that we talked about uh, with other guests, like, uh, I'm saying we, like, there's more than just me that does That skeleton right <laughs> behind you? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh that like that happens is like so many times it's just uh there is no plot and it's just references and jokes almost kind of like a bad family guy episode like it's just not i don't know it's just uncomfortable because it's like you can't just make a joke like you have to have a reason for right it. like at least in uh you know uh in a tv show right know? like you can't just say it it's like you can't right be, it ha- yeah. there has to be context i right. mean it's almost all context yeah right well and like we were saying earlier uh the Simpsons were genius at removing unnecessary plot, but still making the plot make yes. sense enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be like, we need this to happen so this joke can happen. But like, you know, uh, I mean, even simple things like Homer doesn't always wear a watch, but if he needs to make a joke about the time, he'll have a watch the whole scene and only reference it for that one joke and then it's right. gone. You know, right. it's just like, we don't need to set up a whole thing where Homer buys a watch and he wears it. And so it's like, no, he has it in this scene, you know, fine, whatever. Right. Like, it's not yeah. the best example, but no, 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 totally. Yeah. And I wonder, yeah, if like the, I don't know, because the jokes were really there, but that story yeah. just fucking was yeah. boring. Dude. Yeah, there were some good moments in there, but I think yeah, oh, any any joke that was related to the actual story like wasn't really great. Yeah, yeah, I do think too. I wonder they don't do it too often, but sometimes The Simpsons tries to change a character, like yeah. they did with Willie. Yeah. And I wonder too if like that's part of it. I don't. Yeah, we don't need that. Because I was thinking, I was like, man, a groundskeeper Willie focused episode. This is gonna be great. Yeah, like, but it's not even really him. Yeah, it's just this new character that they brought in, and it's like, you know, he's basically fucking Poochie. You know, it's right? Exactly. New character, and don't give a shit. Like it sucks. Right, it sucks totally. I would have loved to see. Yeah, no, you're so right. I would have loved to just see his day to day. Yeah, just a Willie focused episode would be so good because he's just such a. Man, he's such a. There's so much depth to him as yeah, a character, yeah. and you actually don't know him that yeah, well. Yeah, and like don't let little bits of his backstory slip out, and you know here and there. But like, oh, there was a really good Willie joke where like he was like thinking about his dad and how hard his dad oh, yeah. was on him. Yeah, and uh, it like smash cuts to his dad screaming at him, and then the nurse is like, "Do you want to cut the cord?" Yeah. He's like, "Let him cut the cord himself." He needs <laughs> to learn that life isn't a party. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of a dad like already screaming at. <laughs> Brand new baby. Oh, man. 
Oh, and then there was there, uh, there was a good visual joke in there, or uh, I guess it was just a joke. But um, they, uh, since groundskeeper really wasn't at the school anymore to take over his job as groundskeeper, <laughs> the music teacher took over of that because uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. they said the next the next lowest person <laughs> on the ladder uh, was the music teacher. So he's just a step above groundskeeper. But then they cut to him; he's sitting on a tractor, and he's like, "Oh!" And they zoom out, and he's on top of the school. And he's like, "How did I get here?" <laughs> that was such a good so, joke. It's just yeah. one of those really silly, goofy jokes that just man. Oh, it shows the best yeah. of that. Yeah. So was, I'd say overall an okay episode. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't fine. hate it, but it's just, it could have had a lot more in it, I think. Yeah. In terms of. I don't know. I mean, uh, those early Simpsons episodes were just lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Uh, well, you got anything more uh, you want to talk about I don't, those episodes? I don't think so, man. Yeah. I think I'm good. Yeah. Go to my website. Yes. I, maybe I'll talk about that. Yeah. Simpsons.com. <laughs> no, uh, Dave to the Ross.com. D A V E T O T H E R O S S.com. If yeah. you want more of me, there's yeah. a bunch of my you shit. Just got there. Your, you just released your first album, The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex, yes, which is sir. a fantastic title. Oh, also, thank you. all the track titles are. Oh, amazing. thanks, man. I love that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I actually still have, uh, like a little time has passed. So. I was thinking about taking it down, but I'm not going to take it down. I still have a URL that's just for the album, and it's sex.guns.beer. <laughs> yeah, I got really into naming shit yeah. for that record, yeah. So if you want to buy it or hear it or whatever, it's yeah. all sex.guns.beer. And then uh, Y'all Ever. Y'all Ever is my podcast. It's on Starburns Audio and, you know, all the all the oh, podcast yes. places. Yeah. Totally, man. Yeah. Check it out after you finish listening to this episode. Do it. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. This was yeah, so fun. Dude. I'm so glad you were able to do it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Let's do a mic. Absolutely. All, All right. right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And always, uh, thanks to Denkmas for letting me use the music for the theme song. Uh, follow at Blurst underscore of times on Twitter. Sorry, Mr. Burns, but I don't go in for these backdoor I wouldn't even hear me out.